0: Let's just look at our Bibles tonight. Proverbs 14. We'll stick in here. I think the Lord's given me liberty to do this. I, uh, Proverbs 14. Let's stand tonight. in respect for the reading of God's word if you're able tonight. Proverbs chapter 14. We'll begin at verse number 22 and we'll read 23 in unison and then I'll read verse number 24 as well. The Bible says, do they not err that devise evil, but mercy and truth shall be to them that devise good. In all labor there is profit, but the talk of the lips tendeth only to penury. The crown of the wise is the riches, but the foolishness of fools is folly. Let's pray. Most gracious Heavenly Father, again, I thank you for this glorious, glorious book right here. Lord, I do thank you for that song we just heard. Thank you for the last blood you'll ever need. Oh, the blood. My goodness, what a great song. Lord, we thank you for that. We thank you for shedding your blood on Calvary, giving your life for us as a perfect, ultimate sacrifice. And Thank you that I didn't have to be good enough. All I had to be was a sinner in need of a Savior, and I thank you for that. Lord, we sure do love you, and we thank you for all you do for us. Lord, I ask now tonight, though, that you'd be with our service. You'd help us glean from truth from the word of God. And you'd help us to have our lives changed by this word right here, right now. Please, God, help this to be greatly applied to our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated tonight. So tonight we're talking about opposing opportunities. Opposing opportunities. Say, what are opposing opportunities? Well, it's an opportunity to do right or wrong. An opportunity to... Uh, uh, Please God or not please God Every one of these verses are 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 defined by that not every verse in proverbs has a positive negative But these certainly do and so but we will look at these tonight and these truths Uh, May they help us tonight may they be a tremendous blessing to us and and uh, But let's look at this fact here tonight before we get started here. The fact is this is that it's always a choice Hear that now? It's always a choice. The cop-out of the devil made me do it is never adequate for God. Okay, the devil might throw temptations our way, but he can't make me do anything. It's a choice that I make, okay? And so, we're going to look at a few simple thoughts tonight, some good principles from the book of Proverbs here. Um, So, the first thought tonight is I want to notice is the devising is the devising tonight. In verse number 22, we would find that word devise mentioned twice. And the word devise, now note this, is defined by the 1828 Webster's Dictionary as to invent, to contrive, note this, to form in the mind. So the question, to devise something is where? It's in the mind. So may I say this? The battleground tonight, very carefully, listen to me, the battleground tonight is the mind. The battleground is not the physical flesh and the outside of things and the things that I actually do. The battleground begins here. Begins here, as the Bible would refer to it, even as, as times as as the heart, right? Because it it is the heart of the matter. It's the problem with the heart. It's the problem with the mind. Notice first in the devising, notice the error in the devising. The Bible says in verse number 22, it says, Do they not err that devise evil? Note that the error is in the thinking of evil. We think evil, or or we think uh, uh, error, or we devise evil, therefore we commit evil. No man has ever committed adultery on his wife that didn't think about adultery first. No man became a drunkard without first thinking about drunkenness and and what it would taste like on his lips. No man ever wandered and stumbled into a a, a house of ill repute without first thinking about it. Every device that we've ever, listen now, every evil we've ever committed started in our heart and our mind. It started by meditating upon the wrong things. It started about thinking about the wrong things. It started by us entertaining ourselves in our thought life with evil. Started here. You say, well, how do I do that? Well, as Paul says, we bring every thought into obedience and the captivity of Jesus Christ. But he begins by saying, pulling down those strongholds. We're tearing down those evil things that cause me to think evil. My preacher in New York, Brother Dewey Stewart, would say, stinking thinking. And that's the problem. As we think about evil, therefore we become, don't miss it, evil. You want to know how. Complaining starts, you start thinking about negative thoughts. Thinking about the bad. You want to know why we start gossiping about somebody? Because we start thinking bad of that person. Help me now. Any evil that has ever been acted upon has always been premeditated in the mind. Every bank robber, well, the good bank robbers, if you will. Every time they rob a bank, what do they do? They devise a plan. Even the guy that seems like on a whim, he goes into rob bank. No, no, no. He begins to think about it. You say, preacher, I would never do those things. Very carefully. Very carefully. Hear me now. But devising evil is where the error begins. The error is in the thinking. The error is not even in the action. The action is a result of the error. Hear me now. The action is a result of the error. And the error began in the mind. So we not only see here tonight is the error in the devising, but notice the excellence of the devising. Because thinking and processing things isn't bad. Verse number 22, the Bible says, But mercy and truth shall be to them that devise good. We can think on good. We can focus on good. This is the last blood I'll ever need. We can think on good. We get to work and... Oh, it seems like you're, you're, Monday's coming. Don't miss it now. The Monday blues are there. They're real. I'm not, I'm not taking anything from them. But instead of just thinking about, oh, man, poor me. Why don't we think about the good? Think about the fact that I'm a born-again Christian. I'm saved. I'm on my way to heaven tonight. Amen. Somebody help me with that. I mean, it, ain't, it might be bad, but it always still can be good. And I can think on good. In this negative world, just think on good. Focus on good. And then we we, we find, watch this now, that mercy and truth meet together right there for those that think upon good. Mercy and truth. The problem is, is we err, as Jesus told the Pharisees, ye do err not knowing the scriptures. So note this, now watch this, mercy and truth. When I meditate upon the, truth, uh, the word of God, that is the good. That is the good in me, and mercy and truth meet together in my life because I've thought on him and his word tonight. What are you, hey, what are you devising tonight? What are you thinking about? What's on your mind through the week? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Saturday. I praise the Lord for this family conference. Listen, I, I would urge you to be here every night, 7 o'clock, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, 7 o'clock every night. Be here. It'll change your life. Hear me now. What's going to be on your mind all day Monday? It could be, man, I can't wait to get to church. I can't wait to get to that exciting conference. I can't wait to see what God has in store for me. Or it is, oh, we got to go to church again. What's, what's on your mind? What are you devising? What are you? Notice what he said. The the, the definition. To invent. To contrive. When I say invent, it's almost as though on the negative side of things, you you ever note how things typically aren't as bad as you think they are anyway? They're typically not as bad as you think they are anyway. But we're going to get over here and now my error begins. And it seeps into as I'm thinking, as I'm thinking, as I'm thinking, the bad attitude starts to come out. And not only does the bad attitude start to come out, but it comes on my countenance. Everybody sees it. Come on. And then you <clears throat> snip at somebody because you devised the wrong thinking. When I could have been just saying, "It's amazing what praising can do." Hallelujah, right? Where I can begin to think about the blood of Jesus and what it did when He washed away my sin. And you start feeling down and dirty as you were thinking about something down and dirty I'm not talking about something perverted and immoral and 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 and, and sexual or anything like. I'm not talking about I'm just talking about you're just thinking negative because the whole world is negative right now Don't miss it because it is Well, instead of doing that man, take a songbook home and learn some new songs Victory in Jesus praise God Amen start thinking on that good devising that good what god has given us and mercy and truth can meet together right there and god takes those those negative philosophies negative mindset away from us But not only see the devising tonight but notice here is the drudgery and i say the drudgery because it's talking about work here but notice the profit in the drudgery in verse number 23 notice this the bible says in all labor there is profit now note this he says, in all labor. That is not certain. That is not definitively only speaking on labor of the physicality of things at work necessarily, but in labor in all that we do. In other words, as Solomon tells us, whatsoever thy hand findeth to do, do it with thy might in all thy labor. Watch this now. In other words, hard work pays, what's the word? Pays off. Not that I'm going to be rich from working hard, but I will profit from working hard. It will benefit me to work hard. Listen, the fact is, is, in our modern society, everybody wants everything quick and easy. right? The young man, I'm going to use myself as an example, 36 years old, I go to Brother Larry and I see what an 84-year-old man has uh, 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 as tools and whatever else that he's amassed in his life, and I think, well, I I should have that. I deserve that. No, no, hard work has got it there, right? Brother Lewis, hard work. Come on now. But as a young generation, we think, well, I'm entitled to that. I deserve that. I want that. Well, hold on a second. Hard work. In all labor, there is profit, but it takes the labor. It takes the work. As daddy would say, blood, sweat, and tears. Hard work. Hard work, it pays off. It pays off. And I'm not just talking about physically, but even spiritually. Anything you can do. I'm not certain who said this, but this is a quote I found in regards to this. The author is unknown, but it says, The value of work is not what you get for it but what you become of it. You profit just from working hard. Making illustration back to last Sunday night when I had Junior help me in uh, the fellowship hall setting up those chairs. I told him to set up the chairs. It was work, five-year-old work. It wasn't that big of a deal, but it's five-year-old work. What, he, what did he get out of that? A character session, I don't know, but I didn't pay him a dime and he's not getting a dime. Don't get upset about that, it's just not. Teaching hard work. I, I'm talking, I, I don't remember exactly how old I was, but I know we moved away from that one acre piece of property when I was nine. No, I was 10. When I was 10 years old, I moved, we moved away from there. And, and I remember one summer, our ride in lawnmower broke down. And I had a push lawnmower. An acre of property. You know what I got out of that? Nothing. Pat on the back, good job, son. Ice cold water, praise the Lord. But you know what it instilled in me? Character. Work hard. And listen, I'm not trying to brag on myself. It's to brag on my dad. And my family, and a test where they taught me. Watch In all thy labor, there is profit. So it may not have been monetary profit, but it was profit to who I am. Now note that, in all thy labor, there is profit. It's not going to be easy, profit. Now hear me. Profit's not easy. The indication of labor tells us that it's not easy. The word labor does not imply easy. Labor type uh, applies uh, 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 a ta- uh, task-oriented, intensive, uh, 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 laborious action. It includes profit. A man that wants to, uh, 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 a man that wants to learn, uh, gain a knowledge of anything. A lady that wants to gain a knowledge of anything, it takes labor-intensive action. Learning that. Uh, uh, m- miss rachel and miss vanessa do hair that was labor intensive learning to do it how many haircuts did you mess up before you got it right a lot (laughs) right i mean it's labor intensive learning to i mean in the finer points of, of, of of the beauty business i don't know anything about it but i mean you could tell right i mean all this hair You know, they got to have these mixtures, right? And they got to learn about all this sanitizing stuff and all this stuff they got to do. Listen, it's labor intensive, but it's been a profit to who they are. And I don't to use that for anybody's illustration, for anybody's life and anybody's uh, uh, career. But your profit comes out of the labor. Not that quick, easy pedestal. It takes work. Hard work. We want to bow out of work. I'm going to tell you right now, we need work. You know what comes from hard work? This is going to sound silly and simple, but here's something simple that hard work uh, 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 profits. Listen, it profits us in sleep. Watch this. Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verse number 12. The sleep of a laboring man is sweet. You hear that? The sleep of a laboring man is sweet whether he eat little or much. Don't matter to him. (laughs) But the abundance of the rich will not suffer him to sleep. In other words, the rich can have all they want, but I've labored, I've toiled, I've worked hard, I know i put in an honest day's work. I'm going to pedal my head, I'm going to sleep good tonight. Ladies, gentlemen, y'all, y'all understand that? You put in a good, hard day's work. When you hit your head on that pillow, you are whoa, praise Jesus, hallelujah. Amen. I'm almost in heaven, amen. And I only... Do we see that about work? But the Bible even tells me that my hard work gives me the right to eat. It does. 2 Thessalonians 3 and chapter number 10. For even when we were with you, this we commanded you. Hear that? Paul said, we've commanded you. That if any would not work, neither should he eat. I don't get mad at me tonight, but I think if a man's going to eat, he ought to work. Am I? That's Right sitting around in, in sweatpants at 30 years old all day long playing some games on the Xbox or PlayStation. Hey, am I in preacher? That's good preaching tonight. Labor. Hard work pays off. We not only see the profit in the drudgery, but the poverty in the drudgery. Now, here's this fella right here. He talks the big game, right? But the, but the talk of the lips tendeth only to penury. That word penury is just a simple old English word that means poverty. That's all it means. As you will, <laughs> the word, the phrase, you've heard it before. Talk is cheap. Literally applies here. Talk tends to pivot, uh, penury. Tends to poverty. Tends to uh, 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 an, an impoverished state. You we know, talk all about it, but never do anything about it, right? Brings about poverty. Matthew Henry said this. If and ma- no 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 no, no this, I, uh, Matthew Henry wrote the, uh, Matthew Henry said this in regards to a spiritual uh, a man's speaking on his own personal spiritual life. Ready? Watch it. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read what he said. But stay with me on this. Stay with me. Stay, hear, hear this. I I, I I need to do better. I, I need to read my Bible. You know. I I need to pray more. I, I know I need. To, I know I need to do that. Pre- pre- preacher. I know I need to do. I know I need to do that. Great. Talk about it all you want. I, I know I need to carry tracks with me. I know I need to go soul winning. I know I need to get active in the bus ministry. I know I need to be active in children's church. I know I need to do the nursery. I know I need to help clean church. I know. I know. I know. What? Here. Don't don't get mad at me tonight. But I know a lot of Christians that tell me everything they know they need to do. They don't ever actually do. Amen. Matthew Henry said this. If a man's religion runs all out in talk and noise, and their praying is only the labor of lips, they will be spiritually poor and will come to nothing. Talking. Just talking about it. Take up offering and they pray for the offering, but it doesn't mean anything because they have no relationship. They don't actually do anything with God. They might be saved. They might be on their way to heaven, but they don't actually do anything. What's the point? It's just talk. It's fluff. It's vain, vain jangling. Just words. Sometimes we get to the point where we even, here's what we like to do even. Well, well, once upon a time, I used to do this. I'm talking about what you used to do. Start doing what you ought to do. Well, not only they see the devising and the drudgery tonight, but notice finally here's the decision. The decision is found in verse number 24 with riches now watch this the Bible says the crown of the wise is their Riches, so the crown of the wise is their riches so their crown get it now simple I know way deep and hard to understand but the crown of the wise is their riches now note this a wise person's crown is their riches But the question must be what is their crown? What is their crown? If their crown is their riches, what is the crown? What would the riches be constituted of? What would that be? Would that be my wealth that I've amassed? My big fat bank account, my 401k, my Roth IRA, my stocks and bonds and so forth? That's not what he's speaking about here. Oh, I'm not against those things. I'm not against a fat bank account. I'm not against 401ks. I'm not against those things. But, But very carefully. Very carefully, we must understand that Proverbs 14, verse number 18 tells us that the prudent man, rather, the prudent are crowned. Are crowned with knowledge. Knowledge of what? Knowledge of why the sky is blue? No. Knowledge of God. Knowledge of the Word of God. The only way you can get knowledge of God is from the... Word of God. So the crown, the wealth, the riches, hear me now, the riches of the wise man is the scriptures. It's God's Word. Knowledge of God. Question must be asked. What's your wealth? What are your riches tonight? Is it your 401k and your retirement fund? Is it your savings account, your, 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 your checking account, or, 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 or your stocks or your bonds? Is that your riches tonight? Or hear me now, or is this your wealth and your riches? Because this ought to be my life right here. Right? This, is, this is how I know everything about God. This is how I know anything about God. This is how I learned about Jesus. This is how I learned about the Holy Ghost. This is how I learned how to get born again. This is not only how I learned to get born again, but this, also, this is also how I live right. Can I help you with something? I'm a sinner like anybody else is. I cannot live right unless I live by this right here. But see, we put our wealth in everything else. Yes, we've got to have money. Yes, we've got an electric bill. Yes, we've got a mortgage. Yes, we've got car payments. Yes, we have insurance. Yeah, we have. I get that. I'm not against you working and having money, but my, if you will, my stock, my wealth can't be in those things. It's got to be in God, in his book. This has to be priority. We get all these plans to, for my future, This plans for retirement, This plans for this, and, 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 and Miss Hannah and I are planning for those things. We, we, you know, we just recently got our life insurance and all that stuff. Well, I just want to make sure that that stuff is taken care of, but my wealth can't be in all of that. My future can't be, my children's future can't be in all of that. It's got to be right here. One of our children are saved. We know Chloe just got born again. Not too long ago, got baptized, followed the Lord of believers' baptism. And we're just praying for the boys to get saved. But how does that happen? Is by, I've got to teach my children that the important things in life is right here. The important thing in life for them is, is, is not a college degree, although I'm not against a college degree. Don't miss it. I, I'm not against a, a, a career. I'm not against... I, I'm, my, my, my son wanting to be a nutritionist or whatever, okay? I'm not against that. But I want his wealth to be here, not somewhere else. So how does that happen is this man right here, this preacher right here, I've got to learn to make this my important matter Got to make this my riches. I got to make this my bank account. Got to make this my 401k. I have to make this my stocks and my bonds. I've got to make this my retirement plan. My wealth, my riches. In God's book right here. We not only find the riches in the decision, but notice the ruin in the decision. Verse number 24. Watch this now very carefully. But the foolishness... Note this... But the foolishness of fools is folly. The foolishness of fools is folly. I mean, can you get any more foolishness in one sentence? The foolishness of fools is folly. Everything we try to do on our own power is foolishness and it turns to folly. It turns to ignorance. It turns to... Uh, I'm trying, we have little ones in here. Stupidity, we'll just say it. (laughs) That's what it turns to. If I do, watch this. If I do things for my own gratification, for my own glory, for my own self-exaltation, it turns to folly. I want my plan to be this, I want my plan to be that. And note this, it doesn't only affect me, it also will affect my children and generations to come. Let's say I determine that I get mad at someone and I get bitter and just, I'm going to get out of church. I quit church. You? Sure. Certainly. I'm a, I, I'm a man subject to like passions as anyone else is. And I raise my children to hate God. It's not just repercussions for myself. It's not just repercussions for my grandchildren because I've chopped my children, that it wasn't important. That the the crown, the right crown, wasn't important. It was the money, or whatever the case is. It was everything else, so it's turned to folly. All of my foolishness was folly. And it's not just affected me, but it's affected generations to come. And a preacher that once thundered out the word of God, his grandchildren are on their way to a place called hell. Because, in the context of this verse, that wasn't my crown. That wasn't my riches. It was my foolishness that was my riches. And it was folly, it was inept. It was certainly self gratifying, but it's led to vanity. And fruitlessness. Christian, tonight, let's look at these opposing opportunities as a real lesson for us tonight. To learn not only in the devising, the question had to be asked, what do I think about? What is on my mind? The drudgery. How am I working? Am I laboring or is it just lip service? Labor versus lip service. And a decision. Decision to determine where my wealth is going to be. Where my wealth is going to be. Let's pray tonight. Most gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you again for your precious book. Thank you for what you've given us here in this blessed testimony. Lord, I ask that you would just help us uh, to follow you in all that we do. Help us to serve you. Lord, I pray that this message would greatly help tonight. Someone, please, Lord, we need, we need you. Please, Lord. God, I ask that you move mightily in and through this message and in and through this invitation time.